Hey, Leeds. Welcome back to today's podcast episode. We are going to get into a topic today that's going to require you to absolutely have an open mind. And it's also going to require you to really ask yourself some important and key questions, okay? I'm going to talk to you today from a metaphysical standpoint, but I'm also going to talk to you in terms of what to expect in the future of our industry, And I did briefly go into it when I talked about the vision of 2022, which you are already seeing that happening in the flesh. Like everything I talked about in the Vision 2022 podcast episode is slowly starting to turn. What I want you to gather from what I'm going to share with you today is how to maneuver into this next phase. And I don't want you to be fearful, okay? I want you to know how to hear the voice as you move into this next phase. What you're gonna see in the next 60 to 90 days is gonna be a complete 180. You're not going to be seeing things the same way. And my goal is for every student that goes through our academy is that you're able to not only learn, but you're able to comprehend. Learning is where you're just gathering new information. Comprehending is where you're able to take that information and make an educated guess to help you move forward. And that's going to be key as we go along the way. Now, for those of you that are new to this podcast, my name is Nina, and I'm a private facialist, and I also have an academy called Elite Estheticians. And what has happened over the past four years of having this academy is that when I first started, It really came from my previous decades of experience working in my original career of hospitality operations and how I was able to use these things to really catapult my first year in business and my second career of aesthetics. And what I've noticed in this time of really watching and observing is that the aesthetic industry is extremely archaic, okay? Um, A lot of things that were done, you know, 10 to 20 years ago are still being done now. And so this is a huge opportunity for you to innovate and bring something new to the table. The problem with that, though, is that individualism can be a downfall. So if we don't have a central guiding force that helps us have integrity in our businesses, then you'll start to notice that there will be a lot of individualism and you'll have to get stronger in your message so that you can connect to the correct clients. And listen, I know this is um, a lot that you just heard, but understanding who your target audience is is absolutely key. And it's something that I've also had to do as well. I've had to really sit down and buckle down and figure out who do I specifically serve. Now, if you listen to the previous podcast, which was Vision 2022, um, in that podcast episode, I did talk about what you're going to start seeing in terms of the education industry um, and the business industry moving forward, and that you're going to start to see a fall of different things because there's going to be the return of the apprenticeship. Now, the apprenticeship is basically where you have a teacher who is actively working in that particular thing, and then the student is learning directly from a person who is doing what they want to learn, and they're learning those skills instead of what we saw um, in the previous decades of university where they would hire educators that were book smart um, in these particular things, but they weren't actually working in the marketplace or in those respective fields to provide that information. And it's a very philosophical, 
viewpoint, you know, when you have a teacher that's like a psychologist, you know, teaching a psychology major. Um, unless that teacher was a practicing psychologist or actively worked in the film of um, research for psychology, then it's kind of hard to say that that person knows exactly what they're teaching you. And so I want to be sure that when I talk about The Apprentice, that I'm also coming from a standpoint of a person that's doing exactly what you want to do so that they not only can teach you what they learned along the way, but so that they can also help you with the missteps so that you're able to innovate and bring new things into the future. I also covered that briefly in the podcast episode where I went over the history and I talked about um, different women that have paved the way in the beauty industry. And I talked about uh, specifically for aesthetics, how Annie Malone was the original teacher and Madam C.J. Walker was the student who was able to innovate and therefore bring more um, knowledge and eyes onto our industry. So all of those things are combining. What I want to tell you today, of course, with you having an open mind, is really going to tap into the metaphysical but it's also going to tap a little bit into um, really doing a self-reflection and figuring out where you need to be moving forward in the industry. And as I started looking at the academy and really um, working to help people get to their next level, I started realizing that, you know, if you're early in your career, and when I say early, I mean you're still at an entry level um, mindset and position then it's very hard to fast track you into management. Being a manager or being a person that can self-manage takes a lot of personal responsibility. And if you are not willing to take that personal responsibility, then not only are you putting yourself at risk, but you're putting your clients and you're putting your business at risk as well. And so accountability is extremely huge as we move into the next phase because we're going to start to notice that even with our... Um, structures and the things that govern us outside of our businesses, we realize that because of lack of accountability, there's a lot of chaos, confusion, and individualism. I won't go too far into that because that is an advanced type of conversation. But for the sake of this podcast, I want to talk to you about knowing the voice. It's very key as you move into your next phase that you know how to hear the voice. You're going to see a lot of people that are free thinkers begin to migrate offline. The only way you're going to be able to find these particular people is going to be through word of mouth or it's going to be through finding old video archives and finding these people in person. One way that I could describe it is if you've seen the movie Eat, Pray, Love, um, how the character that Julia Roberts played, how she went to the, the um, I want to call him the Buddhist, but how she went to meditate in Asia and how she found this particular person. It took her a little bit of digging, a little bit of research, a little bit of enlightenment to connect to this person and decide, I want to go travel to this person and learn from them. And that's actually the way that you'll see with a lot of um, just old history, you know, Um, especially in Asia. If you go and you study under a master, you know, many times you would leave your hometown and you would go out and seek this master that so many people speak of to go and learn from them. Another example is in um, 
the movie Doctor Strange, um, where he lost his um, movement in his hands because he got into a car accident. And in that particular movie, you know, um, you could see from the beginning of the movie that he was very arrogant. You know, he had the money. He was a doctor that, you know, everybody loved. And he was just like perfect with everything he did, attention to detail and everything like that. So one day he got a little too arrogant in driving and not paying attention to what he was doing. And he ended up getting into a car accident where it shredded both of his hands. And so in that moment, you know, it showed him waking up in a hospital room where he was. The first thing that came to mind was, what did you do? You know, he looked at his hands. He's like, what did you do? And they're talking about how they put his hands back together. And, you know, instead of being thankful for his life, he immediately went into anger because he felt like they didn't do everything that they could have done and that he was the only person that could have done the job correctly. And so his journey of enlightenment led him to um, connecting with someone who connected him to a, a healing master. He took everything he had, sold it, and went to this master in Asia. And this master helped him to, you know, really um, gain that strength over time. And then he became a, you know, superhero. And so this is where you have to understand how to know the voice so that as you go along your journey, you're able to listen to those uh, little signs that are telling you to slow down, but also learning how to listen to those signs that are telling you to change or do something different. Particularly in that Dr. Strange example, you know, his catapulting moment was driving faster when it was raining outside. You know, sometimes rain, even though it's an element that we don't really think about often, rain can be a sign for you to, you know, rest, to get under shade, right? To allow the rain to cleanse the earth. And also rain could be a symbolism of water. You know, when you think about crying, tears, when you're in a place where you are consistently crying and crying and crying, that is your body letting you know that this particular environment that you're in is really causing you to to shed that water and really cleanse that area so that you now know it's time for a change, right? There's not going to always be sunshine, but if there's too long of rain, eventually, you know, it's hard for things to properly grow. We need to have an equal balance of sunshine and rain. And so in this conversation, I'm going to stop right now. If you're getting confused, I want you to stop this podcast episode, go back and listen from the beginning, okay? But moving forward, I want you to understand that knowing the voice and knowing the right voice is going to be important as you move forward into this next year, all right? Let me get a little metaphysical for you. Prior to 2000, if you're familiar with the astrological ages, we were in the age of Pisces. The age of Pisces was where we were seeking higher power. We were seeking enlightenment. We were seeking new things and seeking, you know, um, knowledge. At the same time, in that particular age, which we actually just, we're still, you know, transitioning out of that phase. Um, the thing that happened is that a lot of people were knowing how to take that particular platform and, you um, really misuse it. So if you look at the 
the higher frequency of the chart of consciousness, which if you're part of Blueprint, we talk about the Omega chart of consciousness. Um, the higher frequency focuses on enlightenment, allowing flow, um, allowing love and peace, right? And when you're on a neutral plane, that's where you have neutrality. And that's also the the point of willingness and courage. However, when you're on a lower frequency, that is shame, guilt, indifference, anger, those particular emotions. And so during the age of Aquarius is where a lot of people learned that it's easier to be at the lower frequency than it is to be at the higher frequency. So as they got that enlightenment of that, some people would literally take a a a shift and they would begin to target the lower frequencies and they would begin to um, really just operate and market in a way that would attract the masses. And and it became to where you started seeing, you know, um, a lot of just conversations, right, where literally someone could talk to you and say, you know, I see so much more for you. I want to enlighten you to go to the next level, right? That's helping you to get higher. But we would start to see marketing to where it's like, you know, oh, you're not doing anything. Oh, look at you. You're not making any moves. Oh, you know, you got so much to say, but you ain't a real boss. Now you start to see the difference, right? And so for you as a person, you have to know the voice. You have to understand what that voice not only feels like, but what it's going to make you um, receive. If you hear someone say to you, you know, you could be so much better, right? You really have to stop and ask yourself because if you hear that statement, you could be so much better. A person that really connects on a higher frequency has the ability to share that in an energy that's going to help you to feel a place of taking that responsibility. They're going to help you to see, wow, you know what? I can do so much better. I just need to commit and take personal responsibility and get to the next level. But in other tones and depending on the energy as well, if someone says you could be so much better, then you might take that downward and that might have you feeling shameful, guilty. You might feel, you know, overwhelmed, super sad and depressed because the way that this person is pushing this energy to you is not in a way of helping you up. It's in a way of putting you down. But the thing is that when you look at a generation of people that have been suppressed for so long, sometimes you're just looking for help and you don't care how you get it or how you feel, right? We don't really take the time to stop and look at those things. And so from that standpoint, when you're looking for people to support you, and I mean any person, this could be a person you're looking to hire, a person you're looking to mentor, a person you're looking for as a client, a person you're looking to mentor you, really look at the energy that this person is coming in. And that may take a little time, right? But you'll start to notice that when you receive the energy from someone saying that to you and you receive it negatively or you don't feel good about it, that's also like rain. That's that voice that's telling you this is not it. Now, one thing I will say is that sometimes we don't know the voice because we don't have 
that inner trust of ourself. And I totally relate to this because there have been plenty of things that I've invested in and that I've put my time into. And after a while, I realized, you know what? This initial decision was made out of a place of desperation or out of a place of shame because I was in a lower frequency when I first heard the message When it hit me, it was like, oh my gosh, I just need to do this. I need to hurry up and do this. But now that I have committed to daily enlightenment and daily flow, I've realized that time is an illusion, right? If someone comes to me and says, you know, you could be so much better, you know, just like that, then to me, I'm like, you know, this person doesn't know who I am. This person is speaking to me as if, you know, I am beneath them. And so now the more that I've gotten in tune with myself and spent more time with myself, the more I've been able to really discover whose voice is coming from a place of a higher frequency or not. And I want to make sure you understand this because when you are um, someone who has been raised in a lower frequency, now if you are a person who your parents have taught you about enlightenment and flow and things like that, then you will more than likely understand what I'm saying. But for myself, growing up in the inner city, you know, being raised by my grandparents, my um, my biological parents were not married. Um, Also dealing with a mom who had PTSD, a father who was extremely narcissistic, you know, I was raised in lower frequencies. So even when I go from my mom's house to my dad's house, I was going between two low frequencies. And so my way of escape, which was my way of, you know, enlightenment was listening to music. That was the thing that helped me to Um, take my mind off of life and the things that was going on. And so listening to music helped me to feel better. It helped me to be creative. I literally could put on music and it would help me to flow and really design the way I wanted my life to be. And coming from that, now I've worked so hard to recreate myself. I'm constantly working to elevate. But as I look back on it, I realized that There are so many people who are still in that phase where they are living with people who are living on a low frequency, people who are not supportive, people who are not encouraging them to find their path and giving them the resources to help them find their path, or people who are forcing them to move faster than their specific time allows. And this is where, as an educator, I want to make sure that I'm extremely aware of everybody's time, right? This year may not be your time, right? You may be overwhelmed and frustrated this year, and it may take you just stepping back and really getting some clarity so that you can breathe and really figure out what you love to do so that this time next year, you're moving in alignment with what your true path is. And I also have to be a realist that for some of you, you may go through a program or you may listen to this and you may say, you know what? I really don't want to be an esthetician. I really don't want to touch people. I really don't want to help people. I really don't want to um, focus on energies or really focus on helping people, you know, to relieve stress, clear their skin, etc. This might have been a money grab for you. And that's where you have to look at that frequency, right? If you're making moves 
out of desperation of money, that's a lower frequency than saying, you know what? I don't know what it is, but I feel this pulling burden that is saying there's so many people that you need to help feel beautiful, right? Two totally different frequencies. You get what I'm saying? That's like someone who, you know, decides to be a makeup artist and they say, you know what? I I just know how it feels to not feel beautiful. And I love how makeup can help people to change their look simply by changing a color or adding eyeliner or, you know, adding a different color lipstick. That's totally different from, oh, I'm a makeup artist and I charge $80 a head. You get what I'm saying? That's two totally different frequencies. And I want to make sure you get this in this next season because if not, you're constantly going to be building your life off of the right side of the menu versus the left side. Listen to me again. If you are constantly flowing through life this way, you're going to be building your life on the right side of the menu, which is the prices versus the left side. And there are things that are designed for your life that you may not have the budget for right now. But that's the point of the journey. The journey is designed for you to go through each step. See, once you get your business, right, think about your grand opening. Think about your anniversary. Think about your birthday. Think about, you know, any milestone day that you celebrate, okay? On those milestone days, you don't just celebrate the day. You look at the last 365 years. You reflect, not 365 years, 365 days. But listen, you reflect on the things that led you up to that day. All right. You reflect on, wow, this year I've learned so many things. You know, this past, you know, especially when you transition into a new decade. Okay, when I turned 20, I was looking at my teenage years. When I turned 30, I was like, oh, my gosh, my 20s were such a learning experience. And now that I know what I know now, I thought 30 was old. And now my 30s is like the pinnacle. And when I turn 40, then I'm probably going to be the same way. Like, oh, my gosh, I thought my 30s was so tough, but it helped me to get more clarity in my life. You know, when they say, oh, you know, um, there comes a time in your life where you stop caring about what people think. You know, that those are the lessons that happened in those years prior that got you to that point. So instead of focusing just on the point, you got to love the journey, too. You got to love the journey. All right. So I'm going to read you a little bit of an article. Um, this article is from astrolata.com. And um, the part I'm reading about is the age of Aquarius because this is the age that we are moving into. This, what I'm about to say, does not mean you have to get deep into astrology. Listen, it's not that deep. What I want you to hear from this is the research that was done about this particular age and see if you see any similarities. And then I'm going to tell you how we can move forward knowing this information. All right. So the higher octave of Aquarius is science, which is liberating for humanity, which gives us freedom to develop our true individuality and talents rather than having to just toil for survival. The lower octave of Aquarius is science used destructively and even worse, totally mechanical thinking humans are just machines. Everything is a natural coincidence, mind disconnected from heart, etc. So I really want you to get that because 
that is going to help you to be able to understand which octave you need to be on. We talked about the chart of consciousness, okay? If you're not a part of Blueprint, I did talk about that, all right? And I'll continue to talk about it because that's going to be the basis of us continuing throughout this year. But what I want you to understand from what I just said is that this is the age of reason and science, all right? Knowing the science of what you do. I'm going to read this again. The higher octave of Aquarius is science, which is liberating for humanity, which gives us freedom to develop our true individuality and talents rather than having to just toil for survival. What is required from you in this next season is you're going to have to break your business down into a science. Why do you do what you do? Let the people know. Who do you serve? Let the people know. Why do you do what you do? Let the people know. How do you do it? Let the people know. Now, we can let them know what we do. But if it comes to a point where we now have to explain how or they want us to do it for them, that is where you can charge a fee because now you're not toiling for survival. Your individuality and your talents are making room for you. I hope you got that. Because I'm literally telling you how you can move in this new year and create income for yourself. No longer are classes going to help you that do not take the time to get to know you. This season is going to require that you sit and do some more thinking. Instead of asking for other people to help you, First, you got to sit and figure out what you need so that you then know the voice of the people that are brought your way so that you can decipher between who can help you get to where you're trying to go versus who's just trying to use you to get to where they're trying to go. All right. The lower octave of Aquarius is science used destructively. All right. This is going to look like people who are literally taking different things and slapping their name on it. Okay, they're going to take courses, they're going to take ebooks, they're going to take all kind of flyers, whatever. They're going to take somebody else's content and they're going to slap their name on it to sell it. This is also going to look like moving in a way that is destructive to the client. All right. So you're basically taking the fact that you're a licensed esthetician, but you are moving in a way that does not serve the client. You're only focused on money. You're only focused on social media trends so that you can get paid. You're not focused on really learning the why you do what you do. This also looks like going to invest in chemical pills or buying chemical pills off of Amazon and just throwing them on your client's face without actively taking the time to figure out the science of what you do. So this is going to take you actually knowing what you do so that your clients can have their own success. This is not just moving around and doing what social media tells you you should do. Here's the part that supports that. Even worse, totally mechanical thinking humans. Mm, this is good. Totally mechanical thinking humans are just machines. All right. You cannot be a soul mechanical or book thinking person. You have to be able to take what you've learned and be able to apply it to real life and common sense so that you can make a decision. 
All right. And not to get on the young lady that asked me this question, but the young lady, she she basically asked, you know, um, that she was looking to get into business travel. And so she said, you know, how can I do services in a room if it has a bed in there? Like there's no room for the bed. And so I had to flip the answer and I had to say, what type of room would you need to get from a hotel so that you have room for a bed? Right. And so instead of that mechanical thinking, like I need someone to input the answers for me, you have to start tapping back into that true common sense that you have and start really figuring out from your heart where it's leading you. All right. This is super important. And I want to make sure that I'm explaining this. Like, I want to take the time to explain this. I know we're about to hit 30 minutes, but I want to make sure that I take the time to explain this because this is key. What I'm telling you in this podcast episode right now, you're going to start seeing. All right. And I want to clear this up. I had a young lady ask me if I am prophetic. Um, I actually am a future thinker. So what that means is that I take what I've seen from the past and I take current trends and I use that to help me develop a synopsis for the future. Okay, so I am a future thinker. So in doing so, I'm always focused on trends, but I'm also focused on the way of consumer behavior. So I take all of that into consideration to be able to give you what I'm giving you now in this podcast episode. All right. So understanding that, I want you to understand that you have to choose the higher octave. When you make a decision that you're going to choose the higher octave, from that point, you're going to be able to really sit down and figure out why you do what you do. You're going to know the who, the what, the why, the when. You're going to know all of those things. And you're really going to sit down and take the time to build out the structure of what you're doing so that it can create that freedom for you. And you want to stay authentic. For myself, I have a certain language that I use, right? When I'm talking, it's a little bit relaxed, but it's still professional. I don't use curse words. That's my individuality. For you, depending on your brand, curse words can harm you or curse words can attract the people to you. But I want you to understand the tone that you're giving these things to. If you're telling your clients that you want them to, you know, achieve success with their skincare, there's a way to say, girl, I know there's so much better for you. And there's a way to say, yeah, y'all suck. There's something better. Right. Because on the other hand, you're you're downing other people versus saying, girl, come on, I got you. Right. And so you have to be cautious of how you use the tone. One way to help you with that is to look at the chart of consciousness and figure out what emotion do I want my client to be in after they read what I'm telling them. And from there, you can then read your caption to yourself and figure out if that is the state that you feel after you've read that. All right. That's a key there. Now, um, I'm going to read a... Let's see, an uh, inquiry from a Facebook group. Okay, I'm not going to share the Facebook group that I got this from, but I'm going to read this person's question because this is another example of how the lower octave of thinking is that mechanical thinking waiting for instruction. Okay, and so I'm going to read it to you, right? And then I'm going to tell you from a higher octave how you can really take this to make changes in your business because I do believe that some of you reading this may relate. 
She said, good morning. How do you handle clients that need and practically beg you for a new skincare routine? You show them each product tailored for them. Teach, explain how they should use the products. They seem super enthusiastic about the products. They pay. And then all of a sudden, hours later, they want to return everything. On my site, I list and they check off that I don't do refunds or returns. This client uses CeraVe cleanser and coconut oil daily on her face. So we both know she needs these items. Thank you in advance. Then she did an update. She was a new client, got a $60 Dermaplane service. I don't think she'll be a loyal client. She said she just wanted it because a previous client recommended her and she wanted her makeup to go on easier. Also, I retail image, so it's the same price on their site and what I charge. Now, the thing that I see here is on the lower octave that this particular esthetician and understanding, you know, not understanding where she is in her career, where she's living or you know, what she doesn't, what she does for her whole treatment menu. What I can tell you is that if you retail image and then you have a dermaplane service, then $60 for that service is not going to um, effectively hit the right client. Because if you look at image in itself, their cleansers are about half the cost of that service. So ultimately what you're saying is that you want the client to spend more for their products than they do for their service. So naturally, when a client is paying for the service and getting in that product, they're going to have some buyer's remorse because they're not, they, the intentions were not set, right? But at the same time, they weren't fully aware of what her science was for her business. And she probably didn't break it down completely, you know, especially because the girl was referred in. And so this is where looking at the higher octave of breaking down the science, this particular esthetician would need to break down what a first time client process would look like. Because the thing is, when you have a, a client that comes in and they understand your process, then when they refer someone in, they're able to tell them your process so that no one wastes their time. And so for this particular client, um, coming back and saying that she just wanted her makeup to go on easier so she got a dermaplane. Well, from that standpoint, we would know that the dermaplane service would be something that she would want. But if she's not already on a good home care routine, then she's not going to continue with this home care at home. So when you give her products and she's already using a cleanser and an oil, her philosophy and beliefs as the client are that she doesn't need these products. And so she's going to try to bring them back because she doesn't see the need for them. So that's where you as the esthetician have to be more vocal in explaining what your process is, explaining why you do what you do and why your process is the way it is. Taking your dermaplane service up to maybe $100 in itself is going to cut out those clients that are just coming to get their makeup on easier. Because when you think about it, that's the difference between three $20 bills or five $20 bills, right? And so you're going to cut out these people that are just onesie twosies. $60 in today's market is really not a lot when you think about the things that we have to spend on. Now, what I'm not saying that a person who doesn't have $60 is cheap. No, what I'm saying is in today's market, $60 is a lot depending on a person's income. But in the skincare market, $60 is a serum. Okay, $60 is a cleanser and a moisturizer. $60 is a back bar size of a mask. So you really have to think 
in terms of relativity of how you can connect to that client. So when I read this on a higher level, you know, I'm hearing that a client that came in that's begging me for a new skincare routine and then they turn around and they bring it back, that lets me know that I didn't spend enough time in the consultation really explaining what I do, why I do it, who it's for, and who it's not for before you even sat on my table. And that's where we have to begin to get more confident in understanding what we do. Because we don't know the science of what we do, this is why clients are confused. This is why clients are having buyer's remorse. This is why clients are using CeraVe cleanser and coconut oil. See, in this particular example, understanding that this client is using a product that is not going to help them and understanding that a dermaplane service needs to be combined with a proper home care, the first thing I would recommend is that before they get any tools that they get on a solid home care. All right. So, yes, she wants her makeup to go on easier, but it'll go on easier if she doesn't have coconut oil as the base before primer. So this is understanding the science. Right. And I really want you to get this because science is such a research driven industry. It's about taking A plus B. Does it equal C or can A and B equal C1, C2, C3? This is the importance of you studying what you do. This is why the beauty bars, you're going to see the beauty bars still. But the thing is, the beauty bars cannot sustain if they're doing it for money. We need more people who are understanding the science and understanding the the parts of what they do to be able to give us more, um, how can I word this? It's the difference between like the Dr. Strange example, right? Between having a specialized doctor versus a general doctor. We want to go to the people that know what they're doing and that can do it right the first time, okay? Because if you don't have time to do it right, then when we have time to do it again, Okay, so I really want you to really process what I went over in today's podcast episode. Um, The other thing that I will finish with is the second part of this particular article is where it says, thankfully, (laughs) we have some good news. The further we progress into the age of Aquarius, the more its higher manifestation will come into being. So this means that the more we focus, all right, on really getting solid and clear on the science of what we do and really moving away from toiling for survival, the better we'll be into the being of what we do versus just doing, right? If you think way back in the time of the pharaohs, they would just tell people what to do versus now you're going to see a lot more free thinkers that are going to be like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. I've studied this. I've seen this before. We need to do something different. Okay, so I won't get too further into this. Okay, I've been on here for 40 minutes, but I really want you to take what I said today and really start sitting down and processing what you want to do. And it's something that I've had to do as well for my business. You know, I understand that I am a luxury. I understand that I am exclusive and I understand that, you know, I have a very specific client. And so understanding that I have to move differently. Right. Um, breaking down the science of how I treat skin, I have to move differently, right? I can't follow the trends because I have a science and a philosophy that I follow, right? If you were Aristotle, 
how would you move in your business? That's the way I want you to start thinking because that's going to help you to really see, you know, how you can bring your authenticity to the table. All right. And I want you to know that it's going to be a lot of people that are going to make noise and have have their own platforms. But the thing is, you are in a season of growth and development that takes time. It takes time to grow and develop. See, people that just, you know, scream out and they're just using their own voice to get people to see them. And they just say, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. See, they aren't properly thinking and understanding how to know the voice of the people so that they can give the people what they need. Instead, they're focused on self and they're giving you know, information out or they're speaking to people in a way that brings them down to the lower frequency where they are moving out of desperation versus really speaking to people from a way of let us all work together, let us all be enlightened and let us all work for a greater power and a greater good. And I want you to succeed in this season. And I don't want you to take for granted this growth and development period, because the more you grow, the more you learn, the more you're going to connect to people who are your tribe, and the more you're going to start to see that a lot of things that you see online are mechanical thinking, and they're not based from the heart, and they're not based from authenticity. So thank you so much for joining me today. If this message helped you, please be sure to tag me on Instagram, tell a friend, because I want to make sure you get this as we move into the new season. It is imperative that you understand this. A lot of people will not sit down and and tell you these things. They're just going to tell you how to market or they're going to tell you what to do. But I really want you to sit down and figure out why you do what you do. And that only you can let us know. Have a good day.